All right, welcome. Another edition of It's Still Real to Me. Everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, brought to us by our title sponsor, Anna Char and Levine. Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, hit and run, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, you make sure that you get compensated. They're going to treat you like family at Anna Char and Levine. Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, Good to have you aboard here. Our pal uh, Joey Levin is back in town for the weekend. Went to the Dolphin game in DC. I didn't know you were I, like you're a huge Dolphin fan. I'm not even sure I knew that. I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a Dolphins fan. I think like anybody else in South Florida is a Dolphins fan. I oh, well, but, but we, I feel like you're a huge Dolphin fan. I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna go see them on the road. That's a pretty well, big Dolphin fan. Well, me and three of my my brother, me and my brother and two of our buddies go on a trip every year somewhere. And we were bouncing around ideas for this year's trip. DC got mentioned as a potential place to go. And they happen to be playing in DC. So that influenced our decision. So we sort of built the trip around going to the game. Great dolphin crowd. It was incredible. I mean, I t- you texted me. How is it while I was when you texted me, how is it out there? I was at the tailgate mm-hmm. and we we did our own tailgate. We drove and we had our own tailgate. But in the parking lot, there was a lot of Dolphins fans, but it looked 50, 50, 60, 40. And then I texted you that I texted you a video when I got to the seat and I was like, nope, this is a Dolphins game. It was crazy. I mean, it was all Dolphins fans. It was wild to be at that game. It was crazy. Yeah, like the whole lower level. It looked like the lower level was 80% Dolphin fans, and it looked like the second level and the upper level were like empty. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much, at least our side, like the, the Dolphin side, was I would say 100% Dolphin fans. And then the other side was probably like 75, 25 Dolphin fans. It was, it was crazy. That stadium stinks. The oh, team terrible. stinks. Terrible. But that stadium I mean, I've been to a handful of state. I haven't been to a ton of NFL stadiums. But I've been to a lot of arenas and stadiums in my life. The the concourse is not terrible, but the actual like seats and just I you never. It was a rainy day. We were sit. Our seats were sort of under the awning of the upper deck, and we were just getting rained on. It was leaking down from the upper deck onto us all game. It was, it was, it was yeah. Well, that that's been the whole deal with Daniel Snyder, right? Is that he's been like a slumlord, has essentially been, yep. you know, the, the 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 reputation there. So anyway, that's why we didn't have an episode this weekend. So I wanted to you know get you guys involved here. Uh, for those of you guys who are watching live, uh, make sure you, you you comment, you like, you do all that good stuff. Uh, and of course, got to remind everybody, it's the holiday season, off and running, and. Uh, NFL, like Joey, Dolphins, Commanders, NBA, NHL, Bet Online, your number one destination for all your sports wagering info with up to the minute news, uh, sports wagering news, odds, trends, predictions. Bet Online, the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports, not just the big four either. Bet Online is info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played from MMA. International soccer. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use promo code Believe. That's B L E A V, and you're gonna get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So good to have you back here, Joey. We got a few things to catch up on pro wrestling wise. 
Uh, still going to do a show this weekend, so essentially this is a bonus show. And let's uh, we'll, we'll talk about Dynamite from last night. It's fresh on everybody's mind. Edge and Christian, the main event, certainly we got to talk about that. But a few things to catch up on from WWE over the last, you know, almost week. And so this past Friday on SmackDown, the big news coming out there was Randy Orton chooses like that. I'm getting the timing right, right? That Randy yep. Orton, he chose SmackDown that night. And is there any reason? There's a couple things. First, I want to ask you, and, and then I'm going to get some other Randy Orton stuff. First part with Randy Orton, is there any reason to believe that we're not getting Rand? Like, there's no pay-per-view this month of December, so they got some time to fill. So I, I think we're going to see Randy Orton take on Jimmy Uso. I think we're then going to see Randy Orton take on Solo Sokoa. And we're getting Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns as the main event Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, it's, it, it, yeah it feels it's got to be. I don't know where else you do it because, like you said, there is no other pay-per-view. And I'll tell you what, I'm jacked up for it. Randy Orton's, yep. man, you know, I know the big news the last couple of weeks is CM Punk coming back, but I think I'm more excited about Randy Orton, Roman Reigns. This is awesome. I mean, this storyline already has so much juice behind it. it I, I'm, I'm hyped. He was awesome on SmackDown. And, you know, Randy Orton's not going to beat Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble because Roman's got to go into WrestleMania with the title, but Randy's a totally credible threat. So it's like going into it, all right, Roman's going to win, but there may be moments in that match where I believe Randy can get the win. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it, they, they're, they have some work to do over the next, you know, whatever, I guess two months, essentially between now and Royal Rumble or whenever Royal Rumble officially is to make you fully believe that Randy has a chance, but he has a story. They put him on the shelf. He also, he's going after the record. He's trying to become, you know, the greatest of all time. So there's a story there. Roman says he's the greatest of all time. Randy can be the greatest of all time if he beats Roman. Like, there's a legitimate storyline that if Randy beats Roman Reigns, he's the greatest of all time. Right? I mean, if you beat the longest reigning. He's at 14 right now, Randy, right? Right. right. But I, but you could, you could make the argument that at 15, but taking the belt off Roman makes you the best of the best of all time. Right. So there's a bunch of things built in here. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how they make it play out storyline wise to make you legitimize Randy as a threat to beat Roman at at Rumble. But it's got to be that. It's got to be that. So uh, Randy, Randy's been great upon the return. The other thing that I want to mention about Randy Orton, I haven't, I've seen clips. I haven't watched it or listened to it yet, and I'm going to. But Randy Orton this past week was on Impulsive with Logan Paul. Have you seen any of the clips? No. Okay, so there's a lot of interesting stuff that he's talked about. But just big picture-wise, I'm so – and I've I've felt this way about Randy Orton really for the last couple years. I'm so impressed with him because if you are of a certain age – and you remember Randy Orton when he first got to WWE. So we're talking, you know, what, like 2000-ish? Like he was right at the end of the Attitude mm-hmm. Era, right? So like the beginning of, uh, like a little bit before Ruthless Aggression, but really right. the end of Attitude Era. So we're talking around 2000. And if you remember that guy back then, and if you've watched 
you know, the documentaries and all of it. And he's talked about all this kind of stuff. He was really young and he was a total asshole, like not a good dude. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, not respectful and cocky and just the kind of guy who you're going to wind up blowing it. Like you're going to waste away everything that you could possibly have. Just an asshole. And you fast forward now to 20 some odd years later. And it's like, this dude comes off as just leader of the locker room, super mature, the most respectful guy when it comes to just everybody. Like I always, I like the story where when Darren Young came out as the first openly gay active pro wrestler and Darren Young told the story about how when he did that Randy Orton of all people came right up to him. No, no, no. That was CM Punk. No, I, I yeah. Randy Orton. No, no. Darren Young, CM Punk said, if anybody has a problem with it, you have to deal with me. I remember Randy Orton being the guy who would be in that guy. I'm pretty I mean, sure one of, one of us is wrong, but I, that's like, that's the story I was about to tell. I remember that being Randy Orton. I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I was long gone in WWE by then. Long gone. But Darren Young? No, Dar- Darren Young. Darren Young left the WWE before CM Punk, didn't he? No, no, no. Darren Young left around like eh, five or six years ago. I CM mean, Punk's it's easy to find out. For nine. The, 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 I, I'm, I'm 95% sure. That the Darren Young thing was CM Punk. Darren Young. Remember Darren Young and Titus O'Neil were a tag team. Darren Young has not been gone from WWE for that long. Maybe five years, I'd say, was when he was released. Because it, it just because when CM Punk came back, it like just resurfaced. But I guess CM Punk came back at the same time as Orton. So um I'm just I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Well, while you're but, looking for that, I'll continue on my overall point. The overall point though is uh I mean he's just like he's he's such a good representative of the wrestling business and I love hearing him talk behind the scenes and all of that because knowing where he came from to where he is now I'm so impressed by yeah. Randy Orton so impressed what did you find yeah. there I'm looking at it right now it says Darren was recently a guest on 3 Live where he gave his first interview since WWE release which I can't find how old this article is, but I guess it's whenever he got released. And it says shares punk CM Punk's incredible reaction backstage to him coming out. So the wow, so so was that long ago? Yeah. Because then we're talking, it's like 10 years ago that this story happened. But it also I says it, it says he says Young also said that Big Show and Randy Orton were very supportive. Okay, so maybe it was all so maybe it was both there. But there was yeah. a very specific story where that Darren Young has told a couple yeah. times where he said yeah. CM Punk came up to him and said. If anybody has any issue, they have to deal with me. Maybe they both did that. Yeah, maybe they both maybe. did. You know, yeah, yeah. but it's that it's that kind of stuff overall. Where I just I'm super impressed with Randy Orton and and the dude he is, and I'm really yeah. glad he's back. And and I think yeah, you know, I don't know if it was on Raw last week or on SmackDown, but he he plans on being around for a really long time. And it if he's like going to continue to be around for a really long time, and you know, he said I'm not Hollywood. I'm not going to make any movies. He he wrestles a style that is conducive to longevity. He's right. never been this high flyer, super athleticism guy in the ring. So yeah. if he takes care of his body, he can still be this guy for a very long time. 
he's got a real chance of breaking the all-time record. Like, if Randy Orton's going to be around for another five, six, seven years, you don't think he's winning that title again? A title. One of the titles, right? Yeah. Like, like um, wasn't he, was he not a Marine? Wasn't he the Marine at one point? Was he well, the Marine? I mean, obviously Cena, but Miz, Miz was, was too. a bunch of times. Yeah. Was DiBiase's kid, was he the Marine? Maybe, once? maybe. DiBiase's um, kid may have been. But I feel like I remember Orton maybe in one of the Marines. But but yes, he's not Hollywood. But look, the truth is, is that it's really easy in a scenario, in, in the situation that he came in at, at a young age, really young, mm-hmm. second generation, good looking, jacked, freak prodigy to be an asshole. Yep. So it's it was never surprising that he was that guy. Um, and like he and told even, that story, like, to the honest, WrestleMania even, he was working with his father, where yeah. he and he showed up late and missed the 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 pre match you know rundown. And like his father told him, he's like, "You're you're really disrespectful," you know. Yeah. And that was like the moment for him. Yeah. And even like not even the just the beginning of his career, I think even later on in his career, he had some legal stuff too, like outside of WWE that he overcame. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great. I'm really impressed by him. He's he's and he's just awesome. I mean, he's just so good. Yeah. Like him being back. I I I again I I know him and now now for the next whatever six months, year, whatever it is, him and punk are just sort of gonna be like what intrinsically linked because of the way they both Orton comes back and Punk comes back at the same time. So I keep I'm comparing what's happening with them in the moment. And Right. right now. As amazing as CM Punk's return was, I like I said, I love what already I love what Randy Orton's doing. I love his his segment with Rhea Ripley. He dominated awesome. Rhea Ripley. Awesome. Dominated her. I mean, he, Daddy's home is now his thing. Like, and Rhea, you know, as much as we everyone dude, loves she Rhea, was amazing in that segment too, man. I know, but he he owned her with that comment. Like he owned her with that comment. And now using it for Roman too. Call Roman and tell him daddy's back. Like yeah. this is this is great stuff with that Randy's doing. And then pulling the pulling a little stone cold and RKOing Nick Aldis. I mean, that's yeah. awesome too, which yeah. is pretty exciting because it opens the door for Nick Aldis to maybe wrestle one uh, again in the future if he's taking bumps. But uh, that, everything about him right now is great. And All of it. he's great. put a lot more animation into it. The the DDT between the ropes that he does. This the thing that he does where he's like, <laughs> I think like he's that. just super grateful to be back, man. Yeah. Like when he went up to the turnbuckle and he was telling everybody because he didn't, you know, do his pose at Survivor Series. So when he got to do his pose and he got to the turnbuckle, he was telling the crowd, "Hold on, let me just let me take a moment here and 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 breathe it in." You know, I I just think he's super grateful, which really shows you there was likely a moment where he thought maybe his career was over during the span. I mean, he's not a young guy and he's been out for a long time. And there were rumors, probably we talked about him on this show of whether or not he would even come back. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would imagine. And, and again, we this is the thing that happens with not with wrestling, but with all sports. Like you talk about sports five days, six days a week with the wrestling show. And we do this a lot with professional athletes and entertainers and stuff like that. And we're like, well, you know, if it is over. You know, he had a long run and he's he's old for the business. And you know what? It was great. But he what's he like 35, 36, 37? Like Randy? Like how old is how old is oh, Randy Orton? He's early 40s. Or for whatever, 41. 
but to tell a guy, yeah, 35 would be crazy. He's like, yeah. he, like <laughs> he started in WWE when he was like 13. <laughs> um, but either way, for early 40s, you know, to tell him like, all right, you got to retire, you're done when you're not ready to. That's that's tough for an athlete. And we'll call him what he is. He's an athlete. He's 43. <laughs> it to 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 just say like, you didn't choose to retire. You have to retire. I'm sure that's a scary prospect for anybody that does what he does and loves what he's doing. So you could see it in his face that he's happy to be back. Yeah, I'm I'm in on another Randy Orton title run at some sure. point. I don't know when it's coming, but I'm into it. And you know, part of it will will transition now to the next story uh, that that's that's pretty big right now because they have all this time between now and Royal Rumble, and then shit gets really serious. Uh, it looks like Cody is going to have his hands full over the next month with Shinsuke Nakamura, which I think is already off to a really fun start. When Shinsuke was is doing, first of all, I love Shinsuke doing all Japanese and the subtitles because it's it's a, a timeless pro wrestling trope. If you're from somewhere else, if you you're speak another language, you're a bad guy. Mm-hmm. All right. And so him talking only in Japanese and the subtitles, love it. And I didn't think at all that the guy he's been talking about is Cody Rhodes. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he shows up and he and he's got the mist and all that. And look, it, it's almost like Shinsuke has found the second wind. I mean, I don't know if it's because Triple H is, you know, fully in charge or what have you, but it, it we haven't seen this guy in a real, you know, probably going back to his the very start of his run in WWE where he won the Royal Rumble and then main evented WrestleMania 34. Right. And that's what this storyline is all about. That's this whole storyline is about that. It's that they Cody showed the Rhodes, highlights. Yeah. Cody, Cody Rhodes came. He said it in his, in his promo in the subtitles yeah. that you get to read it, but he said, you came back and this whole, this is all about you finishing your story, but I've been there and I didn't get to finish my, his, he based essentially what he said was I didn't get to finish my story either. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to finish mine and yours. I'm going to take it from you, which yeah. I love. That's a great storyline. I love yeah. this. I, I love, I it. love it. Um, And I still think the door is open for what a lot of people were thinking, which is the Okada thing down the line, because Okada is not officially out of New Japan until January. So you could do this all the way through. And then he could because st- remember, a lot of people were saying that what Shinsuke in his promos up until Monday what he was saying was, you've made me wait all this time, and yeah. I've been waiting for you. Um, so I don't know how that applies to Cody. That could still now there. I don't know that it applies to Cody either, but uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Kazushiko Okada are good friends, right? Mm-hmm. Is there any scenario then, can we get Okada versus Nakamura WrestleMania? That would be huge. I mean, that would be... I know it wouldn't be bigger Okada than Okada comes in as this new hero. Nakamura's obviously a heel. Like that would be pretty damn cool. Yeah. And I know you I know WWE already gets an international audience, but man, it you you'd get an entire I mean get a an entire country just locked in. For the that. entire MO of WrestleMania is just to make the card as huge as possible. Yeah. I mean, I think the proposition of that would be the only thing I could see getting Okada to go to WWE over AEW because of the link between New Japan and AEW and, you know, all the people that Okada's worked with in AEW. But the, just the idea that he could co- go in and have this massive match with Shinsuke at, at Mania yep. would be incredible. Yep. But until then, Shinsuke and Cody is uh, it's pretty awesome. 
Yep. I I, I like that story. Uh, Judgment Day. So let's talk about Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre at the same time here. So Drew McIntyre officially heel. We're not pussyfooting around it anymore. It finally happened. Yeah, once he attacked Jey Uso. Like, like he's dipped his toe in the water for like the last month. Now, full-on heel now. It has Mm -hmm. finally happened. Good. Glad we're here. He's, you know, he's got a thing going with Sami Zayn. And now, clearly, for the next while, he's going to have his hands full with with Jey Uso. And he's he's doing the whole, like, he's blurring the lines between real and scripted, where it's, it's Jey Uso... And also now CM Punk, where you could leave and talk shit and sue the company and come back and everybody loves you, you know? So we're Well, he's also doing... kind of talking about himself. Okay. He but... left the company, he talked shit about the company, and then he came back. Yeah, so... so and Cody. And Cody. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of guys that are that kind of fall into the bucket. Well, I know... and he even said, I could be talking about anybody when the crowds right. are, ooh, right. you know, right. and started right. chanting CM Punk. But he's a full-on heel now. And as far as Judgment Day goes, did I hear it right where when, you know, Rhea was not on Raw this week? Mm. And so Either Dom yeah. and, and right. And Dom and Pri- Priest is trying to be the leader and Dom and Priest and what's his name? J.D. McDonough are talking. And Dom at one point said to Priest that mommy said nobody touches Drew. Right. Didn't he say that this week? I thought so. Right. I, I thought on Monday. Right. Didn't he say that? I missed that. I must. I, I, I should have rewound it when he, when I thought he said, but I thought he said, "Mommy said nobody touches Drew," and mm-hmm. I, I've been telling you now. I, I maybe I heard it wrong, but I told you a while ago, and now you got Damian Priest who's trying to you know be the leader, and he continues to fail with Money in the Bank. I've felt that they're going to kick Damian Priest out, and I floated the idea. Could Drew McIntyre be joining Judgment Day? Is that where so. we're headed now? No. I just think we're headed towards Judgment Day not existing. I mean, listen, I, I know that they have all these titles and they've done a lot of good stuff. But when you have back-to-back weeks where you're doing backstage segments and a big focal point of your segment, and as much as I love them and everyone loves them, when the focal point of your segment in back-to-back weeks is our truth, you're starting to become a mid-card storyline. I mean, you just are. You know, you're never, you're not the biggest group in WWE when you're doing segments with R-Truth every week. You're just not. And and then this week they do the backstage thing with R-Truth and then R-Truth's out there wearing the Rhea Ripley shirt and Dom and JD McDonough lose to the Creeds, who are awesome, by the way. They're awesome. But, and I know that Dom and JD are like the younger guys in the group and they're not, the top guys, so to speak, in the group, although Dom is the biggest heel in the company because everyone hates him. I just, there, I was watching it this week and I was like, this is not a great sign for the direction of this group. We're doing comedy bits in the back with our truth. He's eating donuts. He's, he's watching TV. He's coming to the ring. Our truth, as, as much as we love our truth, and I want our truth on my TV as much as possible, our truth is a comedy act. He's a lower to mid card comedy act. And if you're the top group in the company, if you're the 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 next thing after the bloodline, you're not doing comedy acts with our truth every week. You're just okay. not. That that's my concern. Now, Finn and Rhea were not on the show, so this could also be like Finn and Rhea come back and they're like, 
we haven't we're not here and this is what we you be we you, we become when you're yeah, in charge. Yeah, like I I think that's possible, yeah. Yeah. I mean that if that's where they're headed with it to kick him out, I'm cool with that. But like I, I do if think it's just like oh, we're doing this goofy shit every week, then you're no longer like a top level group. Mm-hmm. So something's got to give there. So are we going to do are we going to do the whole thing with CM Punk like with Randy Orton where they're going to try and uh, oh, did, didn't Adam Pierce say he told Seth Rollins this week I'm going to offer CM Punk an exclusive mm-hmm. contract. So now we all know, by the way, the Rollins thing was, I mean, it, it could be a shoot that they're making into a work, but now we know the Survivor yeah. Series thing, total work, which is awesome. I love that. But now now we know for sure, all right? For any of, for any of you guys who fell for the rope-a-dope in that spot, we know for sure it could be real, but they're making it into a storyline, which is which I told you was my biggest I regret think, that they weren't able to do with AEW. I believe it was a worked shoot. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, as you know, meaning that he knew it was coming and yep. Seth Rollins still doesn't like him, but he's a professional. Yep. Totally. Like, you know, like well, he's a professional and he realizes, you know what? I'd like to main event WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yes. So Punk is on SmackDown on Friday. So Nick Aldis can give him his pitch, I guess. And then he's on Raw on Monday. So I guess we'll get our so CM Punk's big storyline is what what uh his big return storyline is what brand will he be on? Well, um, all right. I mean they, they don't need to rush it. You know, they don't need yeah. to rush because I, I I would think that we're getting Punk and Rollins. Like, is Punk gonna right away get a shot at the world title? It I don't I don't know what else where else you I, I, I guess it remains to be seen, right? But you gotta assume he's on Raw because they're gonna it's gonna lead to him and Rollins. So it, I, the question is, is it him and Rollins Royal Rumble or can they actually wait until WrestleMania? Because you'd probably like to wait till WrestleMania. Like, what did you have to imagine when they're negotiating with Punk? Somewhere there, Punk says, I'd like to main event WrestleMania, right? Well, and I think also the question is, are you going to put the title on Punk at some point? Because a lot depends, like... This a lot of where this leads depends on what the actual plan is with Punk. Is the plan to build to one match where either Punk wins or Rollins wins and that's it, or is the plan to get a couple matches out of it? Well, remember they did Rhodes. You could do Rumble. You could do Rumble and then do the rematch at Mania. Well, remember they did Rhodes and Rollins three times. Mm -hmm. Like that lasted for three months essentially. They fought for three months in a row. No, but I think. I think Punk and Rollins, unless they were to put the title on Punk and then Rollins wins it back, which would be crazy, and I don't think they would do, I I think the first time they fight, ideally, you would want it to be WrestleMania, if they can wait that long. I don't know if they can. It's April. Well, they can wait that long if they have something else lined up for Punk. Yeah. Right? Like, there's got to be... And also... What is Punk? Is he a face or a he? I don't know what he is yet. What's oh, I think be? I think he's setting everybody up. I yeah. think that whole thing on Raw and and that whole speech, you know, I, I think he's getting them getting everyone to eat out of the palm of his hand. And and you got a little bit of it when the you know the microphone was down and he just looked into the camera and he said, "I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money." I think that is the right. Punk that we're gonna get. I think he's going to really fuck over the fans at some point. I, I think he's going to lure everybody in, and and then he's going to be big-time heel. Good. 
I mean, I think that's what they need to do with him. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, there's a lot of faces on Raw, so it's what, what are you going to do if if he's a if he's a, just another face? Like who who is there on Raw that's big enough for him to go against? Like what I don't and what I don't want to see is CM Punk comes out on Raw, signs with Raw, and then here comes the Judgment Day, and it's like, oh, didn't you hear we run Monday Night Raw? And it's just the same repeated thing that they're doing with. Judgment Do you Day think they'll use him as an attraction? Not like Roman Reigns, but you know, like he's not on every week. Well, he's he wasn't on, he hasn't been on since last Monday. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's possible. It's, the question is, is how often will they have him wrestle? Like, is he gonna wrestle on Raw? When when, when he signs to Raw, will he have matches on Raw? Like is he gonna do house be, shows? I I doubt it. Doubt or, it. probably not, maybe the big ones, maybe like the MSGs and whatnot. Right, right. But right. um it's just like who if he's a if he's a fate if he's a good guy outside of judgment day and drew mcintyre who seem to be have things going on who is a big enough name other than seth rollins oh lashley for for punk oh well just, you're, you're asking who's a big enough name for him to face right in his first i'm, I'm saying like if it's not rollins right away who's a okay. big enough name that's going to get people locked in to start punk on raw on raw yeah, because it's going to be on Raw. I mean, it's got to be Raw. They wouldn't put Orton and Punk on SmackDown, I don't think. Why not Finn Balor? Think. Could be Finn Balor. Be a great match. It could, it could be. I just think it would be repetitive. Just judgment that every single good guy on Raw is going is has a thing with Judgment Day because <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they're the only they're the only heels big enough right now to J- Sammy, Jay, Cody. Drew, who's now a heel, so that's fine. But, like, everybody's involved with the Judgment Day because that's all there is. Like, I, I don't want it. My concern is he comes out, and then they come out, and it's like, all right, here we go again. We got to introduce you to Monday Night Raw because Raw's our show. I'd rather him be a heel, and he goes, does a thing with Rollins. Maybe he does a thing. Look, him and Cody have have a shared history now with yep. the AEW stuff. Like, there's, yep. there's, there's meat on that bone. I and let's be honest. Eventually, like, if you brought Punk in – like go all in. Eventually, yeah. you gotta get to Punk and Reigns. If you brought him in, like fucking do it, right? What's otherwise? Yeah, I think I actually think the biggest thing is Punk and Rollins. Oh, that's fine, but I'm, I'm talking about this could be six months from now, eight months from now. Let's see. You eventually, if, let's, gotta get to Punk and Reigns. Let's just let's just get CM Punk past like the six month mark without him losing his mind over something like that. Now, that would be that would be the win. Get him to WrestleMania. Get him a big time WrestleMania match with Rollins. If anything past that, to me, with Punk in the current state of his career and everything that's happened with him, if he can just get to a big Mania match at this point, everything else is a bonus. Can we both agree that we are getting a surprise entrance at the Royal Rumble and the women's match is going to be AJ Lee? I mean, I think a lot of people are hoping for that. That would be cool. That seems like a slam dunk to me, man. Yeah. But not to win, right? Just to no, just not to, to win. Just no. just to show up. You can't ever main event WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, who else? I mean, today, right now, today, today. Yeah. If AJ Lee came back and won the Royal Rumble, who on Raw? When we talk about this every week, who on Raw would be cooler than her to fight Rhea Ripley at Mania? There's nobody on Raw. It's just Becky. Yeah, but you, you can't. It's just you Becky can't. Lynch. You can't put the two of them next to each other and, and tell me to take it seriously. 
Yeah, but yeah. that's AJ Lee's been it's her whole career. She's always been the smallest one. All right, but back then she's you know, she's taking on Paige. It's not real Ripley. Like Rhea Ripley's bigger than China was. You know, like you, you can't put them next to each other and make me take that serious. Yeah, but uh, not everyone's big. I mean, they're not they're not all going to be that big. I mean, well, she she's would you not want to see her fight Kyrie Sane or Io? She's yeah. way bigger than them. She's 10 times bigger than them. They're the same size as AJ. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's the same thing. I mean, I'm just saying we talk about this all the time. The SmackDown women's roster is loaded. The Raw women's roster, just not so much. Speaking of which, can I ask you here, like, you got any quick thoughts on Jade Cargill? Because that's been online recently. And I got to tell you, I I really like the way that they've handled this. Because it's almost like they're double dipping with Jade Cargill. They brought her out at first. And now you're going to get a second debut when the time comes that she's actually ready after having trained the WWE style. And it's like, because Triple H made comments recently that she didn't learn shit. Without saying well, that yeah. much, he, no, he, said he, he essentially said she didn't learn shit over there. So I love the way they handle where they're going to get two debuts out of her. The yeah, first I mean, one where she's just hanging out, walking around and introducing to everybody. And then you're going to get the surprise return uh, debut, which, hell, may actually be at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Well, it feels like they kind of fell ass backwards into a good situation, which is yeah. like, I think they brought her in to debut her quickly and then quickly Maybe. realized this person does not know how to wrestle and she needs to train. And so now they're going to, you know, yeah. calm down. Everyone's going to forget about it for a while. They brought like in it. punk and then she'll, yeah, I mean, Royal Rumble would be perfect. I mean, and, but she can't, I mean, she can't win Rumble, but she'd no, she be a perfect place. But there are ways that you could do it. I mean, you could, you know, she's in Royal Rumble. She's in the match. And the way she gets eliminated is because Nia Jax does something really shitty to her. And then they brawl all the way to the back. And it's like, okay, like mm-hmm. now, now you got a nice little thing going with Jade Cargill and Nia Jax. So mm-hmm. there's so many things you could do. No, she can't win it, but no. she could definitely debut in the Royal Rumble match. Definitely. Uh, yeah. You got anything else for WWE here? Because I want to get to what happened on Dynamite last U.S. Night. title tournament. Uh, I mean, you got some thoughts there? Who do you think is going to be from NXT? How are they doing it? How are they picking that? Well, it's, it's, well, I don't know, but it's, there's, it's Santos. Is that Lashley. this weekend at, at like a deadline or is, is the winner of that? Did they say, I don't think they've said, I don't know. How, I don't think they have said, I think they just said there's going to be an NXT person. I don't know then. I don't know. But the, they showed like the graphic at SmackDown, the outline of the graphic, if it is any indication of who the wrestler is going to be, yeah. it looks like Ilya Dragunov. Okay. I mean, he's the champion. It also kind of looks like Tyler Bate, but it looks like Ilya Dragunov. I don't I mean, think it's going to be him. I don't think Dragunov's losing this weekend to Baron Corbin, right? Right. But he could come up as the NXT champion and challenge for the U.S. title. Why not? That's true. He's not going to win it. I mean, that's true. I think KO's winning this tournament. I think it's pretty clear. They're, they're leading towards KO Logan Paul. I hope so. I'd I'd like for him to get something big coming up. Uh, Before we continue on here, guys, one of our great sponsors as well, Matthew H. Mashler, signature real estate finder, huge pro wrestling fan, pro wrestling promoter, BRCW, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Shout out to Neil, who's doing a lot better out of the hospital. Really glad to see that. But if you're looking for your next home, Matthew H. Mashler is your trusted real estate broker. You're looking for that dream home, 
in any part of beautiful South Florida. You look no further. Your trusted real estate broker, Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334. Matthew, he has over a decade of experience specializing in luxury homes. He's a certified luxury home marketing specialist. And look, not just if you're looking to buy your home, maybe you're looking to sell your home. Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334. Maybe you're looking to take your real estate career to the next level. You can join the Signature team. Signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, ranked number one in Boca, top in all of Florida, Signature real estate finder. You can take your career to the next level. Offices all throughout the state. Boca, Miami, Naples, Palm Beach, Parkland, Orlando. The signature team is where you want to be. So if you're looking to buy your next dream home, Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334. If you're looking to sell your property, realestatefinder.com, or looking to join the best in the business, realestatefinder.com, Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334. Your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. One of our great sponsors here on It's Still Real to Me. So last night, Dynamite. I did not watch the whole show because last night I'm watching the Panthers when I got home. I'm watching the Heat when I got home. I watched a little bit of Dynamite last night. And then this afternoon, I wanted to make sure I watched Edge and Christian. So I, I went and I watched it. And holy shit, dude. You know, it, first of all, the match was okay. The match in general was okay. But can I tell you that the start of the match, it really gave me like, Hogan Warrior WCW vibes, which is not the kind of vibes that you want. And while the match was match was okay, match was fine. That ending was the drizzling shits. I was so annoyed. And you and I haven't talked about that yet. For people watching now live or you're listening on the podcast, we haven't discussed this at all yet. So I don't know how you feel about it. I, I think it'd be weird if you liked it, but I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, that ending was fucking terrible. You, you know, we, we've been waiting. It's like, those are two different stories, right? There's the Edge and Christian story. And then there's the Christians trying to be Nick Wayne's father story. And now they, they've tried, they've like merged it into the ending. And if we're all looking forward, and certainly this is not the end of their feud, but we're all looking forward to Edge facing Christian and... The end of the first match is not only all kinds of gaga bullshit, but it, it's with Nick Wayne's mother hitting Edge with the belt for absolutely no reason, by the way. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Edge gave him a concerto. Gave Nick Wayne a concerto. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess you're right. He did. I mean, it, that was where the... Look, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Like... I had issues with this match in in general. I thought they got to it way too quickly. I thought there was me tons too. Of, I hate there's, that. There's tons of build for this. It's, and can I let me interrupt you for one second yeah. there? Like we're not that far removed from Edge saying he would never fight his brother Christian, right. and now already, like we're in it. And and right. Edge hates his guts. It's way too quick. Yeah, I thought it was too quick. I think it's crazy that they did it on just a throwaway dynamite that was not promoted that heavily TV. in in, in Montreal, I didn't even where... know when i saw last time, i'm like what they're fighting tonight i yeah, had no idea it, it, it was it's crazy that it was given away for free at first the reason why i actually didn't like it didn't drive me crazy the ending oh i hated it is because 
if there's just a clean win, then we then this is done, and it can't be done. Like now, there's they can build to whatever's next revolution. Maybe it's at World's yeah, End. But I mean, clean win. Christian kicks the referee in the balls. He hits him with a steel chair. He covers him. That's how it could ended. Yeah, Nick I, Wayne's I mother is involved in edging Christian. Well, the thing that frustrates me about the thing that I was thinking when I was watching Nick Wayne's mother in this whole thing is that again you have some pretty talented females in that company and the most prominent woman in AEW at the moment is Nick Wayne's mom. That's crazy. Like that's crazy. Where's why is she on TV? Like why and By the way, it was executed so poorly because yeah. well, she's when not she's a wrestler. In, right. And she she's in the ring and she's holding the belt. Christian's right there. Edge is the one on the ground. Why the fuck is she waiting? Because she's obviously waiting for Edge to get up so she can hit him. So there was no element of surprise. Well, no. I think the well, I think the story of why she was waiting was she went down there and hadn't made the decision yet. The decision was, do I hit the guy who has consistently shitted on my dead husband? Or do I hit the guy who tried and to And brainwash my son? Right. And, or, but as bad as brainwashing is. He hasn't tried to murder his son and Edge tried to murder her, <laughs> you know? So if you're a, as a, as a father, now I don't have children, but as a father, would you be more mad about the person who tried to murder your kid or brainwash right. your kid? Good point. Good point. So good point. I, that, I think that's where, that's the story they were trying God, to tell. I hate, but God, but I AW, hate man. the AW, I've listened. I've had problems with their announced team since they started. They're not always the best at explaining what the hell's going on. I don't know if it was a fake clip. I don't know if it was a fake clip, but I had a clip posted that I saw on Twitter on X of a match going on last night. And I I don't know if they added this uh, this audio in from somebody else, but it was during the match. And it sounded like Taz had a hot mic and cracked a beer open and was like, oh, man, I need a brew. And, and, and you heard a can open. No way. <laughs> yeah, I'll find the clip. I'll send it to you. Um but it's just like the announcing on Dynamite for a long time has left a lot to be desired. They're not great in those big moments at explaining what the hell is going on. Like, like nobody on the announce team had the thought. And, and again, maybe I missed it, like listening wise. Nobody had the thought to in that there was so much time. Like if that was Michael Cole, if Michael Cole was announcing that he would have told the whole story of the feud in those 30 seconds. He would have figured it out. He would have said, is she going to hit Edge who tried to hurt her son? Is she going to hit Christian who's brainwashed her son and talk shit? About like he would have gotten it all out. And then you would have felt the moment like, all right, now I understand why this is going on and why this random woman is in the middle of this massive feud. But instead, it's just like, what's she going to do? What's she going to do? It's like, I don't know. And who cares? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I hated it, man. Like I said, the match was fine, but holy, the whole thing gave me, gave me bad WCW vibes. Did not, did, well, did not like it. Yeah. Uh, Continental Classic. Anything you want to add that's going on there? I mean, I know we're getting like Jay White. Uh, we're, are, are we getting Jay White and Moxley next week? Is that what's on tap? No, we're getting Swerve and Moxley. Swerve and Moxley. Okay, so both of them, I think, have nine points maybe, right? Like, both of them are undefeated yeah, right yeah. now. 
I dig it, man. I like the tournaments. I know, I know AEW's caught a little bit of flack where, you know, because it's very New Japan style where it's more about, a, about sports than it is, you know, sports entertainment. I thought that's what AEW was supposed to be from the get-go when they used to they used to have, or they still do, where they put the records on the screen and they always announce you're official for this match and they give you the referee's name. Like, I, I dug that when I first started watching AEW. Like, okay, this is different. So I, I, I can get behind. All right, there's no story. Although stories are going to develop as these guys are all fighting each other in the groups. Like, you're going to get stories and feuds through that. But I can get behind just, all right, we're doing a cool tournament and we're keeping tracks of, points and it's like world cup style i dig it man yeah i i think it's i now i will say just looking at the leagues right it's it's broken down into gold league and blue league it feels very clear to me that brian danielson is winning the blue league um but the gold league is really interesting because you got john moxley who's undefeated who tony khan obviously loves and gives whatever he wants and then you got swerve who's arguably the hottest wrestler in the company right now and you have Jay White, who is one of the hottest wrestlers in the company right now. So that's really interesting. I'll watch Jay see. White do anything, man. I'm I'm good with if he's on the screen, I can't take my eyes off it. He's awesome. He is great. And I'm I'm the same way with Swerve right now. I think Swerve Moxley, again, on free TV, which is great. Is, You're gonna get a draw out of that one. You're gonna get your first draw in this tournament, right? I think so, but man, if they give Swerve that win. That's that's big on what they think about that guy. I think you're I mean, getting a draw. I, I think you're probably right. Um, but we'll see. We will see. But, I mean, I think it's really interesting. And the winner is like a triple crown champion, which is kind of stupid. But how many belts does one company really need? But it's fun. It's fun. I, I like it. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like it. Uh, are we any closer to finding out who the devil is? So... This week brought us a little bit closer, a little bit closer to me, to being able to call me the Booker okay. of the Year. Okay. okay. Um, Because I'll take you all the way back to last December to bold predictions where I said, by the end of 2023, and we're close, Adam Hangman, Hangman Adam Page will be feuding with MJF for the soul of AEW to stop him from the bidding war of 2024, taking that title to WWE with him. You think it's going to be Hangman? Hold on. Well, I'm not saying that he's going to. I'm saying that he would be feuding with him. No, but you think Hangman's going to be the devil? Okay, so. Because I'll tell you right now, before you finish, we're concerned that whoever it is is going to be a letdown. If we find out it's Hangman, that's not a letdown. No, not at all. Not at all. We had... We had the backstage segment with them this week. Yeah. Where MJF said, you sound like the devil. Now, if you were going to try to throw me off the scent of somebody actually being the devil, you would have MJF approach Hangman backstage and call him out for being the devil. Because I don't think anybody believes that Hangman's the devil. Okay? However, MJF got attacked backstage this week. What do you get attacked with? A beer bottle. Hangman. Hangman. He's he walks around drunk all the time. He's the guy. Smash him with a beer bottle. That's Hangman's thing. Hangman's always drinking. If Hangman is the devil, that's a big time reveal. That would be awesome. That'd right? be big I mean, time. I, 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 I'm not saying it's him, but I think it's awesome that they're bringing him into the picture to okay. even be considered. I like um, it. I, I think it it I think it'd be cool. 
there are some other people who are saying like that, you know, the 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 whole Jungle Boy CM Punk thing at All Out right. or All In or whatever. It stemmed from CM Punk. Supposedly it stemmed from like CM Punk saying that they shouldn't use real glass, right, in spots. Yeah, right. And then he slammed Hook onto the car and said, look, real glass. Yeah. And there were some people saying that because MJF was hit with a real glass bottle. Real glass. Jack Perry. Devil. Well, I, I told you I think it's going to be Jack Perry. That would be the worst thing. That would be. I think it'd be a disappointing AW, reveal. It'd be you disappointing. Would, look, you, you might as well just fold it up. Just, just, just end it. Just end it. I'm I'm not even kidding. Like I probably would stop watching for a while. Wow. It would be horrible. Yeah, it would first be. First of all, first of all, just the fact that it's Jack Perry and he has negative charisma and like the like on the mic, he can't talk. He's horrible on the mic. You're gonna have him as a leader of a group too? It can't happen. It can't happen. It, it it just it just can't. It's 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 Adam Cole, it's MJF himself. Or Tangman Page. That's it. Those are my choices. Samoa Joe, maybe, but... No, we would be able to tell if Samoa Joe is one of those guys. Well... It can't the, be Samoa well, Joe. Well, the devil. The, the the devil is never... The devil's on the screen. The guys around the ring are the henchmen. The no, the, the devil's come down to the ring before, no? Um, I don't think so. Maybe they've shown... Also, I don't know if I Even buy Even if he's whole... just on the screen, Samoa Joe's got a fat head. We'd be able to well, tell. And he's huge. Yeah. But... There was there was, well there was one other thing that I saw that the Twitter sleuths saw the other day was that last week the guy so last week when they had MJF and they were going to attack him and then Samoa Joe saved him the guy who was about to hit MJF that was a big guy big guy and then they pointed out Wardlow. that the next match Wardlow's hair looked very disheveled. Right, right, right. Well, they're doing a good job taken... trying to. Yeah, I, I like that. They're planting little seeds like that, so I like that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know that that means Wardlow's the boss, but it could right. mean Wardlow's in the group. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I like that. Wardlow uh, makes sense too, but Hangman would be awesome. That Jack would be Perry, awesome. opposite of Hangman. Jack yeah. Perry, worst decision. And yeah. can I just say, yeah, best your... case right now is Hangman. Worst case is Jack Perry. Yeah. Can I just say to your point about the WCW thing and the Edge Christian? There's a lot of people talking about how this thing is starting to unfold, like WCW, that they I gave a that. lot of, like that, just in the terms of like giving a lot of money to former WWE guys, storylines not making sense, people having too much control. Nobody should be rooting for that. I hope not. No, I don't think people aren't rooting for it. People oh, I are think just some pointing. people are. I think some people do. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's those people are weirdos. But it, it's not hard to see, like, even when you point out in, in a match that it's very, like, WCW-ish. It's like, there are things happening in this company where you're like, get it together. Because yeah. right now, for a lot, for a, there was a good stretch of time where it felt like a legitimate, not necessarily competitor, but a legit alternative. Where it's yeah. like, you gotta watch. Right now, it feels a little like, what, what, what are we doing right now, Tony Khan? Like, let's, they gotta tighten it up a little bit. M MJF's incredible. And all the storylines with him, but can he carry a whole company around? They got to figure something out with the other stuff. Uh, Joey, excellent job tonight, man. Glad we were able to give everybody a little bit of a bonus episode. I, I think we're still going to plan on doing it this weekend. I got we'll some see. big dirt. I got some dirt. I got big dirt. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's little, do it, man. Got, we'll see if it's big dirt. You'll decide if it's big right. dirt. Yeah, but... I'm the one who decides. Let's see, man. All right, let's do it. I don't know. I'm assuming you saw this. Jay Uso can no longer use Yeet. 
I did. An indie wrestler from West Virginia has Yeet trademarked. Mm -hmm. No longer allowed to use Yeet. They had to blur out his shirt when he wore yeah. it to the ring. He was on the bump, or he was doing some kind of segment. Yeah, yeah. And he was saying he was talking about when he became a single star and how everybody started chanting and they started doing this and they started saying, and he did that. Yeah. He didn't say it. Um, big dirt or not big dirt? I'm going no, not he, big dirt. I'm going not really? big dirt. Yeah, because I, I I think Yeet was starting to get a little played out. I he was starting to jump the shark a little bit. So I think, I'm I'm going not big dirt. I loved you know what I, my favorite part about Yeet was the whole Jimmy saying Yeet to Roman Reigns and saying no. Roman was saying, I don't like that. I like when it's used subtly like that, but but to yeah. just use it all the time. I think it was jumping the shark a little bit, so I'm going not big. You didn't like the Yeet shirt? The Yeet, the yeet shirt? You didn't like the not Yeet really. shirt? Not really. No. Okay. Um, Jay was on the bump this week, and they asked him about like his singles run and not being with his brother. And he he basically gave a, a long answer. He's like, I wish he was, you know, he's he's my brother, family's fight. Um, you know, I wish. I wish I had him for this run, and I, I wish he was with me. But uh, don't get me wrong. He got an ass whooping coming to him. Big dirt or not big dirt, planting those seeds, which we knew were coming, but planting those seeds. Well, that that's why it's that's why it's not big dirt, because we, we, we don't even need the seeds planted. We know it's coming. Like, we're, yeah. we're getting Jay versus Jimmy WrestleMania. So I'm going not big dirt. But it's cool. It's a good thing. A lot of rumors over the last – since basically since he came back from CM, CM Punk came back – I don't know where these rumors came from. They popped up out of nowhere that there's a that po a potential matchup down the line for Punk, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. Meltzer came out this week, said, pump the brakes. Premature hasn't been discussed. Big dirt, I, not big dirt. I'm going big dirt because I, I'm not really feeling it. You know, like I, and, and I'm not feeling it because I don't want, Stone Cold, by the way, last week when I was on ESPN Radio on Amber and Ian filling in and co-hosting with Amber Wilson, we do big deal or not a big deal when I'm on. All right, they know. They, they know what's up. And the producer, James, is a huge pro wrestling fan. And he asked me, big deal or not a big deal, Punk Austin. All right, so we talked a little bit about it on ESPN yeah. Radio. Wow. But I'm going not big dirt because it, it, it concerns me I was worried about Stone Cold being able to perform when he did against Kevin Owens. He was great. That was two years ago. So I like I don't want Stone Cold's final match against Rock. Phenomenal. All right, we're gonna push our luck a little bit. He's gonna come back against KO. It was great. I don't want to go to the well too many times. And the last time we see Stone Cold, it's Willie Mays stumbling out of the batter's box playing for the New York Mets. So I. You know, so I'm I'm going not big dirt. Yeah, and also like Ko's still like relatively like active. Punk doesn't wrestle like didn't wrestle for seven years. Came back, got hurt, and now is back. We don't even know what he's got left. Like right, we don't know right. what he is. Like, like yeah, like we don't know if he can carry Stone Cold. Right. You know, Ko Ko's going to give you something, yeah. and he's going to yeah. be able to carry that. Yeah. Um. So a while back, there was all these articles coming out about Vince. Out selling off a ton of his shares. Yeah. Right. And people basically saying, well, that's the sign. He's out. Like he's done. He's selling off his shares. A story came out today that the reason he sold off his shares is that for whatever reason, he needed to be liquid. And that not only is he still part of WWE, but that he, he has a great amount of power within WWE. And although Triple H still has the pen, Vince isn't going anywhere and has great power. Big dirt, not big dirt. I'm going not big dirt. 
I I think we could all see that everything is heading. Everything is 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 pointing in the right direction. So yeah, like Vince can still be Vince, but I think everything that we want is with this company, uh, storyline wise, television wise. I I think it's all going in the direction that we want it to. So I'm I'm going not big derpy. All right, last one. And on sort of a similar thing with the TKO and the stocks and all that, the COO of TKO, which is the new company, the merged company of WWE and UFC, Mark Shapiro had an interview. I forgot who he was with, but he said they they mentioned like, you know, they're they're talking about finances as the COO and there was there was layoffs recently. And one thing he brought up was that they could either cut or cut back or just cut out house shows. Yeah, because of I guess profitability because house shows obviously don't make a lot of money. Yeah, uh, big big dirt or not big dirt, cutting back or just cutting house shows. Yeah, that's big dirt. Uh, I I hope it. Look, if Vince has significant sway still, you don't cut them out entirely. You want to cut back? Okay, fine. But you know that that's all. You know, back in the day, that was the lifeblood. That's how you made money in pro wrestling. That's how WWF made money. It was the house shows. All right. At the house shows, you got all the big matches. Hogan defended the title every single show. Like, that's how you made money was the, the the TV shows, like superstars of wrestling. You get the big stars against all the jobbers. That gets you to come to the house shows where you get all the big matches, you know? So uh, for nostalgia purposes, yeah, like I, I'd be bummed if they don't do house shows anymore. And house shows are fun as hell, man. You get great matches. They're long matches. The, the superstars interact with the crowd in ways that you can't on television. So I'm going big dirt. If they want to cut back, fine. But cutting it out entirely, I hope that doesn't happen. And it's also like how they work things out, right? Like that's how it's also like. Absolutely. They, they, they practice. Yeah. They figure out. They see how the crowd reacts. They see if these guys can work together. Like I told you, I went to a house show and I saw Ron. This is like a year or two ago. Saw Ronda Rousey versus Raquel Rodriguez. And then they fought on Raw the next week. Save for the finisher, it was the exact same match move for me. And also the big house shows, MSG house show, great shows. It's that's the best. I mean, I've been to that house show plenty of times. They have surprises. I was there when great DX shows. came back for, for yeah. a house show. Like the MSG house show is better than most Raws than SmackDowns. Like uh, MSG house show is a big deal. So yeah. house shows are great, man. Yep. All right, good job, Joey. Excellent job. Thanks to everybody who listened to us. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, thanks if you watched us on the live stream. Make sure you sign up on the YouTube channel. You put the notifications. You set that to on. Like, rate, comment. Do all that fun stuff. The algorithm loves when you do that. Joey, why don't you up today's show, of course, brought to you in part by Bet Online. Joey, why don't you tell everybody that you'll, you'll talk to them this weekend and you'll miss them. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll see you guys at our, what, relatively normal time now, I think. Like send Sunday afternoon-ish, yeah. night-ish. This yeah, Sunday's this- a good one to do because the Dolphins don't play this Sunday. You got Monday Night Football, actually. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys this weekend. All right, guys. We love pro wrestling. Thanks again for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you this weekend on another edition of It's Still Real to Me. See ya.